That's true. Mel- <laughs> Melody went off and muted herself. So it was just it was just Shandy and I. Yeah, what are your thoughts on yoga with Adrian? <laughs> you want to get in on our group chat? <laughs> mm, it's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me get a st- Melody's like, no, thank you. Yeah, hard pass, hard pass. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Mayday, bitches. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is season eight, episode 27, episode number 342. Wow. Chugging right along. And this week, we are once again joined by a special guest, Melody Simpson. Hi! Yeah, I cut right to the chase. (laughs) The one and only, hello. How are you all doing? I'm so happy to be back. Thank you for having me. (laughs) No, thank you for coming on. We love talking to you. Last time we had you on, it was, oh goodness, it was November 2022, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Was it really that long ago? Time is flying right now. That's more than a year. What? It truly is. It did not. It does not feel like it. It has been that long since we. It really doesn't. Since we last spoke. Now, to be fair, we did start the text chain about doing this only a year later. So. (laughs) (laughs) True. True. Not (laughs) exactly. But here we are. Here we are. are. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, last time. Melody, who runs the website Melanin in YA, uh, was on. She uh, actually, do you want to briefly refresh anybody or anybody new yeah. uh, about that? And then we'll move back into your newest thing. Yeah. yeah. So um, I run Melanin YA, which is basically an online database for all things Black and traditional young adult publishing. So um, if you're looking for uh, Black YA authors or um, black book influencers, whether they're on YouTube, TikTok, whatever. If you're looking for black literary agents, if you're a writer, um, I, I try to have the d- database as a useful resource for writers, readers, librarians, event organizers, everything under the sun, <laughs> so that it's kind of like a one-stop shop um, for all that good stuff. So yeah, if you're a reader, writer, etc., um, you should definitely check it out and. I'm not just tooting my own horn. I think it's a very good resource. <laughs> it's a so, really yeah. good resource. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I mean, just so in depth, like the fact that you you cover such a wide swath of avenues within literature. It's, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot. Sometimes it's overwhelming. Um, but every now and then I'll get a random um, person who I'm not at all connected to in any way. And they say, I found your website. I love it. And that's, when it kind of hits me that all that hard work actually matters and yeah. someone is finding it. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's I, that. yeah, that's the best. It's the best feeling. Yeah. Awesome. Um, just, yeah. And yeah, guys, definitely check it out. If you haven't already, it's um, M E L A N I N I N Y A.com. Yes. So basically exactly uh, as it's spelt.com. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're welcome. Uh, it'll also be in the show notes. Uh, it is. It's. It's very, very well done. Um, but yeah. So Melody has been a part of different um, anthologies in the past, and uh, last time she spoke to us, she gave a little teaser of a project that she was working on called Writing in Color. And that just came out. Yeah. Yes. Well, so, yeah. Writing in Color is an anthology uh, composed of, I think it's 14 writers. They're all young adult writers. All of them are non-white authors. And they're all just basically talking about um, the challenges in not just young adult publishing, but in publishing in general that we face, whether it's translating from your native language to English and breaking out that way, whether it's uh, writer's block or in, or um, imposter syndrome or any number of things. We've got Julie C. Dow, Chloe Gong, um, Kosoko Jackson, Darcy Little Badger, and many other authors. They all wrote essays for the anthology. And I'm really proud of it. I, I co-edited it with um, Nafisa Azad. And I'm really proud of that. Uh, that came out in August. And it feels like summer was forever ago but it also feels like it was yesterday. <laughs> so, um I'm really proud of that and it's nice to wake up and put I position my book so that I see it. <laughs> like, I, I would do the that. exact same thing. There's no shame in that game. <laughs> um, I put a, put a lot of hard work into that all of us so yeah it's nice to wake up to and, and see as soon as I wake up. <laughs> I I would too. Uh that's awesome. Do you now? Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to ask this or not, but do you have a specific essay or two that you would recommend people if they were interested in it that you think really kind of would be a great introduction to then checking out the rest of the book? I feel like I I feel like I had a favorite essay when I initial initially read the draft a few years back, but the way that we've um, organize and position the uh, essays, they kind of build upon each other. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, usually for anthologies, it's kind of like just random essays thrown together. Right. But for this one, I feel like whether you're just a reader trying to get an inside idea of what it's like, or if you're a writer who actually needs this advice, um, I feel like it's best to read it in chronological order because, yeah, the essays do build upon each other, whether it's from just drafting a book and making sure that you're not con compromising your culture when you're world building and creating characters while also, I don't want to say appealing to the mainstream audience, but also making sure you kind of get that. Um, so it's, it's kind of like from draft to everything that happens to after publication. So I feel like, um, yeah, kind I, of I, like I a... I'm just reading it straight through for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's kind of like a, the, the sort of, I don't want to say like the Bible for, but like a how-to guide in a way, right? Yeah, like, but yeah, basically like you're not alone kind of how-to guide. Yes. That, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I admit, so I bought it for the Kindle. And then when I went to turn the Kindle on, I forgot and remembered immediately that I was currently in airplane mode because I couldn't finish the book. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta finish that book. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. 
I keep doing this to myself. Oh my goodness. That's funny. Yeah, I hope you can relate, maybe. No, yes. anybody out there can relate. I yeah, plenty of times I've done that. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Because you gotta renew it on Libby and they're like, sorry, the wait list is too long. Oh my gosh. I did that one time and then the wait I was back to like 61 weeks. I'm like, you know what? Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. But like it's a digital, like it's it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. See you in two years, book see in right? two years. But people still people still have to get paid, and so they could, you know, yeah, they've, okay. they've bought the licenses that they've bought for that. Fair, fair, right. And we do want authors to be paid. But... Yeah. It is really nice to know that the book is actually getting picked up in, in libraries because yeah, YA awesome. nonfiction doesn't technic doesn't usually get as much traction mm, unless yeah. it's like you know a celebrity YA nonfiction, whatever. Mm -hmm. But um yeah so it is nice to see that people are getting it in libraries and and people are buying it and stuff. So it, it's it's rewarding to yeah. to see because you never know what the reception is going to be and people have been very welcoming of it. That's awesome. Speaking of libraries, um, something cool that listeners can do. Um, I know my library, probably not all libraries do this, but I think a lot of them do. Um, I know my library in California, like we could make suggestions anytime of books that we wanted them to buy. And it was really easy. It was like on their website, like with your account you just like put it in and then like you know they would of course according to their budget and whatever like get those books so it's like a great way also to help people out to get the books in their library i'll have to see if my current public library has that option but yeah i, I feel like cool. yeah i've known about this option too it was like revolutionary when I first learned yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> then I was like, occurred oh, this to book, me. this book, okay, no, uh, yeah. I want to read that. Uh. I may have learned that from you. <laughs> I learned it from you, Shandy. <laughs> so I guess I've said this before. <laughs> I don't know. It, uh, it yeah. might have been when we were talking to Alice and Martha, because, you know. That's that. something else. If you, you have know, said it before, sure. I don't remember you saying okay, it. Okay. Sure. But it feels like it's new information to me. Yeah. So everybody, please go out there and request for your local library to order writing in color. Yeah. Yes. I might and while you're be waiting able to request for request it for California library. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, yes. technically, I still have an account there. Yeah. Hey, do that. Oh my God. Now, <laughs> Shani's just like, she's a member of like libraries in different states. She's mm. just like, you know, drop in request bombs all over the place. <laughs> hey. It's a great uh, guerrilla right. marketing campaign. Yes. It hurts nobody. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Literally. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that. Literally. 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 <laughs> oh, dear. We're starting like that. That's right. <laughs> Solid pun. Solid. Thank you. Um, Side note, I had seen on your stories, Amanda, and I forgot until you just raised your arm there. Uh, new tattoo. I love it so much. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I meant to ask you about that yesterday, and I forgot. Yeah, yeah I kind of forgot, too. Nice. Uh, Melody, do you mind if we do a to go, but she's do lovely. you mind if oh, yeah, Melody, do you mind if we do a brief tangent on Amanda's tattoo? <laughs> I, I'm interested. I'm okay. <laughs> Sorry, this, this, it's like this is my this is Melody's episode. <laughs> no, we I'm saving for another tattoo. Day. Let's get the story on that. Okay. Um. Yeah. So last week, it's she's a week old. She'll be a week old tomorrow. Yeah. I 
got another tattoo. Um, yeah, it's something I've been thinking about for a very long time. And, you know, given, um, given the events that have happened in our community in the past uh, couple of weeks, it just reminded me that life is short and why put off things that, um, that you want to do and can do today. We aren't guaranteed tomorrow. So just do the thing. So, um, you know, I kept excusing it away and like, it's too much money to spend on myself. It's like, you know, I just kept making excuses and it was like, nope, like life is too short. Um, let's do it. So I took a day off of work (laughs) and I went by myself. Um, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a daisy on my, um, on my arm and it's, um, so daisies are the birth flower of April, which is when my daughter is born. Um, and this was supposed to be a tattoo to like commemorate the end of our, our breastfeeding journey. Cause that's like where her, around where her head would rest like on my arm oh um, my goodness which again i've been putting i've been putting it off and oh like gosh. excusing it away like it's not the right time like you know the money is better spent somewhere else like, no no um That's so adorable. you know over a year later That's i okay. got around to it i oh. love that oh You're i helpful. love that so that's that's what it is um yeah, the touch, uh, the artist did it, a really, really amazing job. Like, it's so beautiful. Um, yeah, I love That's it. Awesome. I'm still getting used to it. Like, it, <laughs> all my other tattoos are not quite so like oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Periphery, so it's like it's mm. I move and it's like there it is. And, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Anybody else have any tattoo stories they want to share? <laughs> Well, no. Uh, my first and only <laughs> tattoo was um, in reference to the books that we cannot talk about anymore. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, those books. Like the that shall not be named. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't. Um, <laughs> it's, hidden. It's, it's like underneath my arm, so I can never is see it. The, it so is it the. Think about it. Is it the Deathly Hollows symbol? It's 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 it says mischief manage. So okay, cool. If you've never read Harry Potter, you technically don't know the reference. You can subscribe whatever meaning you want to that. You can, you come up with story. They just think you have a very mischievous rib cage. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. When you first said that we don't name, I'm thinking, oh my god, what books did Rhonda Sanders ban? That she got a tattoo of. Oh Could you imagine? Oh, and then, that was like the dictionary, the Bible. What? <laughs> it's, it's the dictionary. That's <laughs> my favorite but, word. Did get I mean, cold in Florida. Not know, ironically, um, Harry Potter was like you know on the banned list. So oh, yeah, there you go. Um, I know it's yeah, it's um, unfortunate. Hate the twist- Harry Potter. They hate yeah. it because of the devil. Yeah. Which- right. Witchcraft. No, I was it's like, the devil. I was like the devil's not in that book. Wait, what? <laughs> no, she just wrote it. Yeah, right. She's the devil. Yeah. Who knew? We didn't know at the time. No, we sure yeah. did not. Uh. Anyway, okay. Back to Melody. Very fitting though that Where your tattoo we? would be literary. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. So I, I did. I definitely want more literary tattoos, but I here's just have my, to that was my next mindful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't know. We right. <laughs> and you know, there's a lot of different ways to think about the current right. situation. And some people would say that you can still enjoy, you know, the story. They, they've taken on a life of their own mm -hmm. and we don't need to include her in them. Anymore. Exactly. Just yeah, because she's been red pilled doesn't mean the books have been red pilled. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the books may have a shitty parent, but that's not their fault. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> we don't. Uh, we don't choose who brings us into this world. Yeah. <laughs> don't well, get to choose. Don't get to choose. <laughs> but those books can choose their family of choice. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. Getting back to uh, the books. Uh, Melody, what is new and exciting in uh, your world? Hmm. Are there any no. books that should be on our radar, whether they've hmm. come out in the last year and a half or they were out before that and are gaining traction? Mm, that's a good question. I feel like, um, I'm trying to think. You know when you have so many books that you want to mention and then hmm. when you are asked a question, you forget everything? <laughs> I get that. <laughs> is yours and I have yeah. an editing tool so it's fine yeah that's my whole life <laughs> well I like uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading um I haven't it hasn't come out yet actually it comes out on January 30th poem hood it's um, a collection of uh, it's a it's a poetry anthology by young, young adult mm -hmm. authors um Amber McBride Erica Martin and um I'm not familiar with Taylor Bias but she's also um in this anthology as well uh, if you haven't read Amber McBride's work, she has two, I think, two novels out. And you should definitely, if you like poetry or like novels and verse, you should definitely check out Amber McBride's work. Um, Mike Chen, he does a lot of sci-fi speculative stuff. He writes young adult and adult. And he has an adult uh, novel coming out also on the same day called A Quantum Love Story. And I checked it out. I, I like I placed it on hold at the library. It hasn't even come out yet. And I'm like 21, number 21 in line. And I'm just like, so, and they only yeah. have one copy. <laughs> Jenny, start requesting. <laughs> um, another person who has an, a book coming out soon, but if you check her, she has uh, a lot of uh, YA, even some middle grade out, Renee Watson. Um, her book, her latest book is called Black Girl, You Are Atlas, but her backlist is phenomenal. Um, you should definitely check out her backlist. Um, what was her first name? Her name? Um, Renee Watson. Okay. Yeah, she's wonderful. I, I had the pleasure of meeting her at a conference a few years ago, and she was just so sweet and kind. Another one, um, my friend, her... She has a book coming out um, called ASAP. Her name is Axio. Um, and she has quite a few books out. If you like uh, like contemporary romance, um, the book ASAP is that. Um, but if you like sci-fi, she has a sci-fi duology. Um, the first book is was actually her debut a few years back. It's called Rebel Soul. Um, and, oh, did it come out? I don't know when it came out, but my friend um, Alexis Castellano, she was actually up for, um, was that award at Comic-Con that they give out? Um, 
I'm blanking, but she was actually up for that award. Um, she didn't win, but she's going to one day. So definitely catch her um, soon. Um, her debut graphic novel was Elitz Highland. And then she has another graphic novel coming out. Um, is it next year or this year? I think it's this year. Um, Guava and Grudges. <laughs> it's adorable. Good title. Um, I know, right? So if you like graphic novels, definitely check out Alexis. Okay. And um, yeah, I, I've been reading a lot of my friends' work, so I don't want to like mm. do too much promo on that because I don't like I don't want to seem biased, <laughs> but their books are good. We um, are yeah. here for your opinion and <laughs> exactly. recommendations. So we asked, we asked that is a perk. That's a perk of being friends with you. Yeah. <laughs> and on all of our game cards. If you like um, fantasy, my other friend, Katie Rose Poole, she, you should definitely check um, her work out. Uh, let me look at my, yeah, Katie Rose Poole. If you like middle grade, my uh, <laughs> my friend Clarabelle Ortega uh, published Witchlings and Ghost Squad mm. with Scholastic. Um, and the sequel to Witchlings, for some reason, is not coming to my head. But that's already out, um, and that was really good as well. Nice. Um, so yeah, I've I've kind of just been pushing the authors that I uh, have read, know, and love. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And also, not, I mean, obviously, not my friend, but if you haven't read Britney Spears' memoir, you should do that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it was on my Christmas list and nobody took me up on it. Nobody oh, it for me. oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, yeah, you should definitely, um, if you're waiting for the library to give it to you, just buy it because you're going to be waiting. As I say, get on the wait list and maybe in five years, I'll finally get it. Amazing. Yeah, my sister uh, does the uh, audiobooks and she did that. And mm -hmm. She does all of the celebrity ones, though. Like, she did the Jessica Simpson one. She did the Matthew McConaughey one. Um, she She's, I don't know. She's done a whole bunch. Um, I like, thanks. I love listening to celebrity audiobooks when they're read by yeah. the celebrity. But yes. they did get us with the Britney Spears one. That was still technically Michelle read by a celebrity. So Williams. it was fine. Yes. <laughs> actually listen to the audiobook yeah. instead just because I'm so intrigued. Yes. 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 So it was uh, audio. It was uh, narrated by Michelle Williams, not the Destiny Child one. And <laughs> <laughs> the Dawson's Creek one. The Dawson's Creek one. For all you elder millennials out there. <laughs> Are there people out there that don't know that there's two Michelle Williams? I think. Oh, there's plenty. Bird. No. I'll let my cat real quick. One moment. Okay. Oh, I hate being old. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. There was a recently speaking of Destiny's Child. There was recently a um, I was like a BuzzFeed or something, but it was like all the times Destiny's Child coordinated outfits, and it went like through the span of like you know like five years or whatever. Oh wow! And I remembered a lot of them. I was like, man, they were like the best at out. Like th people don't do that anymore. They should no. get back to that style of coordination. Yeah. <laughs> They don't really put any thought into it. No, I mean, if we have brought, if we have decided flared jeans can come back, I think coordinated outfits can also make a return to popular exactly. culture. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. 
I'll I'll try to find the link when I'm editing this and re-listen and send it to you guys because <laughs> I really was quite taken. I was like, God damn, a they look amazing. <laughs> I also I know I just want to circle back to books again. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to books. Sorry, I get very easily distracted. Oh. Bird. Okay. Um. So I remembered yes. because my friend Clarabel, she actually won the award that my other friend didn't win. Um, the Eisner. That's what I, I was talking about. Oh, oh my gosh, this cat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you need to know what this kitty cat's doing. Yeah, uh-huh. Like a great mom face. Uh-huh. I hope the cat is just like on a ledge with its paw like right next to a water glass. Just like not even touching it. Just like raising mm. the paw. <laughs> oh, like right above it, like yeah. do it. <laughs> what is it with cats and water glasses? My cat tries to drink my water. I always mm. have to pretend like I'm getting up, even though I'm, I'm not. <laughs> and then she'll finally move. Anyway, so um, yeah, so I had two friends up for the Eisner Award last year, and one of them, which is Clarabelle, she won for Frizzy, which is another uh, graphic novel. Um, and Frizzy, I feel like if you were a kid who it, it's about um, it's about hair, but it's also about identity um, as a marginalized kid um, and fighting back the expectations uh, mm-hmm. within your culture while also trying to be a child and coming into your own identity and um it hit very hard for me. I feel like if I had that book as a kid, I would be weeping every day. <laughs> Carrying it around with me every single day to get me through. Um, yeah. And it's one of those one of those books. Um, so if you are um, interested in getting that for, technically it's a middle grade graphic novel, but honestly, anybody can read it. Um, so I highly, highly, highly recommend Frizzy for sure. Okay. Yeah, I see uh, it's on Amazon and they sell it at Walmart, Target. Like, they, it looks like they sell it at all the big box stores. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Definitely have to check that one out. That's really great. Yeah, I'm really proud of um, my my circle of, of people that I'm coming up in, in the industry with. Um, they yeah. Are, they are some amazing writers and creators, and I'm lucky to call them friends. Nice. Um, are you working on anything else right now? I am other than the website. Working on revising my uh, young adult sci-fi book that I've been revising forever, but maybe this year I'll actually finish it. Ooh, <laughs> yes, I believe in you. I believe in you. Yeah, so hopefully I'll finish rewriting that um, in the next month or two, and then I can send that off to my agent, and then we can revise it again before we uh, send it off to. Um, publishers. So fingers crossed that goes well. That's exciting. Um, yes. Yeah, super have, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I also have, uh, I have, well, tour.com is now becoming a reactor uh, or reactor. They, uh, reactor.com. And so I have started writing articles for them. Um, so those should start coming out soon within the next few weeks. I'm really excited about that as well. But that's Ooh, it. That is <laughs> exciting. <laughs> What's the URL? Can we where we can find that? Uh, well, it's I think it just relaunched as Reactor okay. yesterday. 
Um, so it's just reactor reactor.com. Is it reactor.com? I don't know. It's right now it's <laughs> tour.com. Um, okay. So I would just go to tour.com and then it will eventually when it changes to reactor, I'm assuming it'll forward to whatever links. Um, so okay. yeah, tour.com. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm really excited. It, uh, I just did it and it uh, rerouted to reactormag.com. Reactormag.com. I should, yeah, I should know that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just followed your instructions. <laughs> you know, teamwork makes the dream work. That's what they say. <laughs> so, Melody. Yes. We've been talking uh, last week. Uh, about movies and the Oscar. If there were any books that you have read recently that you think would be great film adaptations or even miniseries on TV, not to put you on the spot, but what do you think? Hmm. Good movies that would make adaptations. That's a great question. I feel like we definitely need more sci-fi and fantasy um, mm -hmm. just in general. If you hear my cat um, meowing, she's just looking for attention. Don't mind her. Um, it's welcomed here. <laughs> we love cat visitors. Yeah. Um, I well, I feel like a lot of the books that I want to see adapted, like they have film rights, but they just Ooh. haven't gotten made yet. Like Legendborn mm -hmm. by Tracy Dion. Um, I think the book rights were sold like two years ago. Wow. At, least, at least like maybe one and a half, two years ago. And it should, it's supposed to be a TV series, but uh, I mean, I guess the, I guess the pandemic has slowed down a lot of um, yeah progress on anything, but if there's anything I, I would be most excited about um, being turned into uh, anything, it would definitely be legend born. If you like fantasy that really, really, really makes you think, but not in like a heavy way, definitely get that um i would that's by tracy Dion. yes d-e-o-n i, I want to say uh d-e-o-n-n i googled it because i have absolutely heard of these books and seen them in stores and i know that they are kind of they're pretty popular right yes they're very popular she i think she hit the times uh list with that one Ooh, I think she's a awesome so I also, I also haven't yet read it, but it's on my list. Um, the Upper World is a sci-fi, a YA sci-fi, and I love sci-fi, so um, I definitely want, want to check that out. Um, but I do feel like we're so behind. Uh, like we're, we're we get a lot of um, high epic fantasy from like old white people, but where is <laughs> <Yeah>. like <the laughs> fantasy? that's contemporary or contemporary or just it doesn't even have to be contemporary just make it diverse diverse <laughs> right <Maybe> something <laughs> yes. so, um give us some inclusive uh something. contemporary stuff or um, whatever yeah and i'm looking i am looking forward to children of blood and bone um that's a fantasy movie that should be coming out soon um gina prince bythewood was just announced as um directing it so at least that means that there's some progress being made because there wasn't a director attached before. Ooh, um, yeah. So, yeah, I feel like the there's there's traction being made there. I would really love for um, 
excuse me, I would really love for Neil Schusterman. He's one of my favorite authors. He wrote um, the Unwind series, which is four books, um, four sci-fi books that just blew my mind away. And he also has, um, I don't know what the series itself is called, but the first book is Scythe. Um, and that book is insane. Um, I feel like if, if there's any book that I would give anybody who's looking for just something that they don't know what, what to read, um, they, they're, whether it's, they just don't know what to read or if they're in a reading slump or if they haven't checked out Neil Schusterman's work, pick up Scythe or pick up Unwind and get ready for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see those made into movies or TV shows for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Switching gears a little tiny bit. Last time uh, you were on, we talked about book talk and how – uh, it definitely skewed to a certain demographic and mm -hmm. there were, you know, there was, it was kind of shitty that uh, authors of color weren't getting featured. And mm -hmm. uh, I was recently in Barnes and Noble and saw like they have now giant book talk <laughs> displays. Yeah. So I know where I, this is going. <laughs> I just wanted to follow up and see like, has it gotten any better? Or? No, nothing has changed. Because okay. I'm still not on TikTok in general, so I don't know. <laughs> nothing has changed. I try to stay as far as away from book talk in general because it's just okay. so trash. Um, it's just a lot of a, a lot of promoting the same like three romance titles or fantasy titles or I forget what the new title is where they they've combined like mashed up romance and fantasy. I forget what it's called. I think it's. I know I don't even know, but yeah. you know the new it book that everybody asked me if I've read is Fourth Wing, but I have not read that. Yeah, no, I'm not reading that. Um, the only thing is, I'm not really a fantasy person to begin with. I'm. If, I'm if not really for either. Me, if like, it's sci-fi or fantasy, I'm always going to go the sci-fi way. Agreed. Um, but yeah, Fourth Wing has gotten that. That is definitely the book of the moment on TikTok, and uh, she actually is the author. Her name is, escapes me now, but she's actually represented by um, an, the literary agent that I interned for. Um, no so way! Know, hmm. Yeah, so I know that the book is good. Um, I trust in her taste. So, but I, I personally, I'm just, it, it takes a lot for me to want to read a, a fantasy book. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have had multiple people offer to like throw it my way. And I'm mm -hmm. like, it looks long. Is there a murder involved? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you want murder, definitely check out Scythe by Neil Schusterman. As I <laughs> okay. literally, it's literally all about death um, in, in a fun um in a fun way, because <laughs> I just way. finished Thursday Murder Club series, like, and that's fun death. So, <laughs> not so serious death, but fun death. Yeah. Okay, I will check that out then. Thank you. Whenever yeah, I uh, take good. my uh, my uh, Kindle out of airplane mode and we go back on Libby, <laughs> which has to be soon because at and this point I feel like narrator is great. He, I think he narrates okay. the whole series. Um, I think um, I listened to him order, uh, uh, narrate the first two books, but I didn't. I, I read the other ones um, physically, so I don't. I don't know if he narrated. But and I hate when they switch narrators like halfway through a series. It, uh, it's so annoying. Oh, they do that. 
Sometimes they do. Most most times they you know, they, they they not don't, to go but... back to the books you don't name, but they like Michael Gammon did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah. he died. Yeah, he died. It, it was not like an aesthetic choice. It was like a. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's, not the, that's the one that died. Who's the one that took over? I thought Richard Harris. No, no, no. Michael Graham is the one that took over. You're right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. It wasn't like, yeah. He wasn't fired. He just died. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, um, sorry. yeah. I feel like audiobook narrators are definitely hit or miss. So, when you find a good one, just see what other books they've narrated and Go from there. <laughs> Michelle Williams, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> EGOT. EGOT. <laughs> yeah, that one. She wants a Grammy for imitating Justin Timberlake so bad. <laughs> hey, I say give it to her. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Where were we? Uh, fun murders. No. Um, <laughs> I love this idea, though, of somebody's reading list being sort of like dictated by who the the person is who reads the audiobook. Yes, I there's actually one book in particular. Um, let me go on Audible so I don't because I don't remember her name, but I remember okay. the book. Um, I listened to Spontaneous, um, and I was like, oh my god, I'm falling in love with this narrator's voice. Um, the book, oh, and the movie is actually really good. It, there's a movie out. Um, it's Spontaneous by Aaron Starmer. And I don't know where the movie is uh, streaming, but I personally enjoyed the movie. But anyway, um, so it's narrated by Alex McKenna. And I ended up listening to maybe two or three other uh, books that she narrated <laughs> just so I could hear her voice. <laughs> they were fantasy, but still. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So would you say that Alex McKenna is your new like it person of the moment, it reader of the moment? I feel like <laughs> if um if the tone of one of my future books was ever right for her to narrate, I would like beg my publishers <laughs> to get her, like beg them for sure. <laughs> That's how much I love her voice. Okay. <laughs> That's and awesome. I love the idea of being somebody who reads audiobooks for the me, me too like, for money. Yeah. Yeah. Like record. That's gig. man. I mean, I'll never be like a Michelle Williams said that was <laughs> but like I'm assuming Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? I'm just but I mean, I'm it assuming that it's not all like famous actors that are doing No, yeah. I, I prefer <laughs> when it's like when it's I only want a, a famous voice if it's attached to like yeah. a memoir or autobiography. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. it's just a distraction. Yeah. Um, exactly. But I feel like it, it really matters because you might be listening to the audiobook for four hours. You might be listening it, to it for 31 hours. Oh so it really matters um, for sure. Um, what, especially if you want to stay engaged, because sometimes you're listening to, an audiobook and it, it can kind of feel like you're just listening to like a, a podcast that you listen to casually and not mm -hmm. um, you know intensely and so you might drift and that's yeah. not what you want when because you're gonna right. miss some you're gonna miss some storytelling <laughs> yeah <laughs> from right. <part> information <laughs> so yeah. it definitely matters for sure yeah um I want to ask but I don't know if this is a nice question or not who is the worst audiobook you've reader you've ever heard <laughs> Um, I don't know. 
There's so there's so many, and I don't know them by name. But okay. I will say, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last time, but I will say, um, I'm I'm always going to be angry about the fact that um, Taha Damafi's audiobook narrator uh, for was it Shatter, the Shattered Muse? <laughs> she completely butchered her name, and I'm like, you're the what? narrator. At no, least not get okay. the author's name right. Uh, I will never stop talking about that because I, mean, I feel like that is my Roman Empire, honestly. Um, I just, <laughs> it, 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 it boils my blood. It fires me up. Well, and, <laughs> and how it like, was, how it got to be like published. Right. Because like, it's how, not just the narrator's fault. Steps it's in every, between. <laughs> exactly. It's the engineer yeah. recording. It's the producer. It's like yeah. so many people. There's so, so many, many people dropped the ball on that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and it was just disrespectful. Anything, it is disrespectful. Yeah, is get the author, get the author's name right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just from jump, the, the first thing before yeah. we do anything else. <laughs> yeah, so that wasn't that wasn't fun. To I, I immediately turned. Yeah. I had already read the books, um, I, but I wanted to consume the books again because um, I, I love the Shattered Me series. It's that was published a, a long time ago, but um, Shatter Me, you said yes. But okay. I was interested in rereading it. And I was like, oh, well, I haven't tried the audiobook. I turned that on and I turned it right back on. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, thank nope. you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that was that's pretty that was egregious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Um, I had a question before and it completely just slipped my mind. Uh, I got to go back like two topics. <laughs> <laughs> don't you hate when that happens see two topics ago we we're talking about murder yes murder. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that far back or no it was about that far? murder time <laughs> I want to say if you try to think of a good murder book like I'm so basic I like the Rizzoli and Isles books I like it. Oh, okay, okay. Thursday Murder Club books. Like okay. I am very, I'm basic. Like, yeah, that's basic. <laughs> I'm so basic. I need to expand. I need to expand. That's why I'm, I'm picking your brain so much. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, um, man, I'm I know, so read it really uh, well. I read it, I guess, a thriller, um, Ooh. like a week or two ago, and it. It made me sad because the first half of the book was so good. And then I don't know what happened. It just got so boring. And oh. I was very sad about that. I yeah. get the um, Amazon Prime first reads. And a lot of the times before I select like the free one you get every month, mm -hmm. I'll read the reviews. And a lot of the times it'll be, you know, so that's the, the most common critique is like it started off so well and then I hated the, the ending. And then that makes me kind of sad. I, but I'm, a, I'm weird about endings because a lot of people, a lot of books were, um, if you, I mean, if you ask me which books, I'm probably going to blank. But a lot of the times when people are like, I hated the ending. And I, I'm the kind of person who I like open ended um endings or endings that don't really make I don't want to say that don't make sense but uh, that are logical but don't make sense as long as um it's done the right <laughs> it's so weird I don't know I don't know how to describe it but I am I understand I I kind of I know as, you, a, yeah, as I a writer it. I don't mind if the 
if the author challenges you to come to your own conclusion mm-hmm. um, or if it's just unexpected. And I, I'm not looking for happily ever after. I'm not looking for all of the um, things to be tied up at the end. Yeah. Um, I like a little. You like a little fray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Um, the, the endings don't necessarily bother me as much. I just feel like um, if uh, they, they kind of call it the soggy middle or the, the saggy middle or whatever, mm. um, Ooh, where it just gets good. You just bogged down by nonsense filler, just filler, you know, when it feels like filler. Mm. Um, yeah. That's when I feel like, okay, can we just get to the end? <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like with the book that I'm, I'm not going to name it because um, I, I want people to come to their own conclusions. Right. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. I, Sometimes I, you're like, did you get paid by the word yeah. or? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm open to. Uh, I want to read more thrillers, um, but they're just. The ones that I keep coming across are just all by white authors, and I just need to do a bit more digging with um, more diverse thrillers. I think the last thriller that, I mean, I don't even know. Is that a thriller? Let me see. Um, I like uh, Tracy Clark. I know she's a Black author. She does murder mysteries. Um, (laughs) And I... uh, She's got a bunch of different series, and I found her through the Amazon First Reads, actually, okay. and then, you know, checked out some of her other stuff, and I I really like them. Okay. Yeah, they're I'll not super thrillery though, mm-hmm. but like they're and, and they're not like lighthearted. They're like actually just you know like procedural murder mysteries, and that's what I'm into because I'm basic, so I like them. <laughs> <laughs> but I it was yeah I'd... Tracy without an E, and then without an E, yeah. That sounds so familiar. I wonder what else. Do you know what else oh, she's please written? Don't tell me that she was controversial. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, luckily we haven't. Um, I haven't heard any, anything about her and that. And we haven't had, I, at least I don't think we've had any book drama yet this year, have we? I don't know. Um, I mean, we're only 24 days in. <laughs> I mean... We could have had three. I, I, it's That's weird true. because in the YA book world, it, it feels like when something drops and there's chaos on social media, um, it's, I, it, I feel like it always comes in threes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like one issue will come about and then either the week later or like a few weeks later, something else. It, it's just back. It feels like it's back to back, honestly, constantly. And I, I've gotten to the point where I'm just tired because at this point we're kind of rehashing things that have been discussed mm. for years at this point. I'm just like, there's nothing you're, you're just talking. You're not, <laughs> nothing's yeah. changing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of try and stay out of uh, the book discourse. Sometimes my, one of my friends who's used to be a book blogger, she'll text me like, what's happening. Can you explain this to me? And I'm just like, I don't have the energy. I don't even know half of it myself. <laughs> I, I understand. Yeah. It just all gets too much, much, I would imagine. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's a lot. Um, yeah. It's, it's something new every day. Yeah. 
And, you know, sometimes you're just like, oh, my God, can I just enjoy this book for the love of God? Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, my yes. God. That's another thing. Because and then you want, you want to talk about the books that you love, but then you have to do research and make sure they're not a terrible human being. And it's just. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> right. Like so, yeah. I mock complain about that, but yeah, it's so like it's so scary nowadays because mm -hmm. you're like, oh my god, can I look up this person's political donations? Like, <laughs> yeah, before I invest any time. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, especially with books, where it's like it is a it is a, a fair investment of your time, mm -hmm. right? And then you feel like you you lose something then when you've invested this time and you're like. You're emotionally like invested done. in a story, yeah. and then it's yeah. like the author is, you know, this, comp you know, problematic person, and it's like, yeah, that sucks. It yeah. does. It, it really does. Um, I feel like that's another reason why I, um, I don't know. It's not. It's not that I don't read as widely as I used to, but I prioritize the authors who I've been reading for years, um, and I think that in addition to various other issues is probably why a lot of debut authors are finding ish. Yeah. I'm part of the problem. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yes, I am. <laughs> I need to buy. <laughs> I need to support more debut authors. Um, now that I'm saying it out loud. Okay. I'm, I'm the problem. <laughs> Look, just do a, like a control F search to see if they've ever said the words. Well, actually. In a <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely need to do that. <laughs> so yeah, definitely support more de uh, debut authors so that they can, you know, keep writing books. Uh, yes. Also, you know, just uh, do a little search there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to think. Is there? I feel like we've gotten so much, so many great recommendations. Well, is there? Uh, what other books are you guys um, interested in or have been reading and loving? I just finished um, Trust by mm -hmm. um, Hernan Diaz. Mm -hmm. Loved it. And it's not even a book I would have thought I would have liked. Oh, okay. Um, but my, my husband read it from the library and was like, I think, you know, I think you should read this. And just, I don't think I had read a book book that had such beautiful language like mm, that was so mm. well written because yeah I think you know I have a small child like I, I think I kind of tend to fall into um similar to Colleen the sort of basic like you don't have a ton of time to read so you just want something like easy that like what's everybody else reading so I can mm. contribute to whatever conversations oh, I, people are having and I this just want people was, to die so I can right well not too and this book was very much n not that. Like, it's three books. Um, no, it's four, four books in mm -hmm. one book. And, like, you don't quite know how, like, they build on top of each other. And you sort of see how they connect. Mm, yeah, well, I um, love those. yeah, and it just, it was absolutely beautiful. And it was, like, not something on its face I would have thought okay. I would like but I really, really loved this book and I very much recommend it. Uh, what was the name of it? Uh, Trust. And Hernan Diaz is the author. And now I'm reading a Thursday Murder Club. <laughs> at Colleen's <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> and it's like whiplash between these two books. <laughs> yes. 
like these really beautiful poignant sentences to, to like it's it's very simple and it doesn't oh yeah it's written by a famous white dude so like yeah, who was it, on tv it's, and it's written so i'm yeah. also part of the problem but yeah <laughs> i would yeah. be lying if i didn't say that i enjoyed reading a book about 78 year old solving murders in a yeah. rest in an old person's home so in a retirement community or a pensioner's community as they call it in great britain <laughs> no i do have my um the very few white authors that i still read i do enjoy them um but i do want to like yeah i i read I do read John Scalzi, but he doesn't need promotion, so I don't have to talk about him. Like he's got, he's good. Uh, so he's he's doing well for himself, so I don't really need to push him. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I feel like those authors, like they're fine. We don't need to chat them up. But I do still enjoy reading, you know, some of them. But yeah. I also want to mention. Um, if you want um, a sci-fi fa uh, sci-fi fantasy book, um, uh, The Blood Trials uh, by N.D. Okay. Davenport, that came out, did that come out last year? so familiar. Um, it was all the, was it last year? I, I want to say it came out either last year or the year before. That was all the rage. Um, no, because the second book is out. So it must have come out in 2022. Yeah, so... It's just two books in the series, so you can read them back to back. Um, incredibly smart uh, storytelling. And she also has YA under the name Nia Davenport. And right okay. now, um, her upcoming book is called Out of Body. It's a body swap uh, thriller. Um, if you like that. So that's coming out like, soon. Like okay. Freaky Friday. But mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely want to mention those um, in case anybody feels like that's up their alley. Yeah. Nice. That sounds, yeah. yeah. I need all the recommendations. I have I got um, The In-Between by Hadley Vlahos um, for one of my Christmas yeah. gifts from Brian Not Brain, and I read it in like a couple of days. It was... Oh, yeah, okay. uh, reads a lot of nonfiction. Mm -hmm. mm. That's actually, I saw that in, the, in my Libby app, and I was like, hmm. Don't want to read that, but now you're saying you read it in a few days, so I should definitely check that out. I like, I mean, the subject matter is just really, really interesting to me. Um, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't say it's not like there's, I like the author, okay, seems like a great uh hospice nurse. There's mm -hmm. a bit of it is kind of like I'm the best, I do this better than anyone else. Uh, like a little, I mean, that was just my interpretation, but I, okay. but I do, you know, but the stories were really. Uh, and she, I don't think she meant to come across that way, obviously, but okay. like, come on, <laughs> a couple Let's of times. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was just super fascinating. So that was really good. And then I read, I picked up, like, I think it was like a New York Times left, list. I just like picked randomly a couple of books and one of them was called Day. And the premise is super interesting. It's, uh, I believe it was April 5th, um, goes through the day, April 5th, 2019, and then it goes through the day, April 5th, 2020. And then it goes oh, through the... Oh, I love those types Ooh. of stories. Yeah. Um, and so I thought I had so much promise. And it was kind of like, okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, that's so frustrating. <laughs> Loved the idea. I can't remember who the author is. I was trying to look it up. But it's my library doesn't have my, like, 
history oh. checked out, which is frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, it was okay. I mean, some people might really like it. Maybe I was just, I don't know. And then now I'm reading Homestead. That was one of the other ones on that list. Mm. And that's that one is still checked out, so I could find the the author is Melinda Mustaskis. Um I've never heard of it before, but it was just on that list. And it like takes, it's about like homesteading in Alaska in the 1950s. Um, And it's taken me a while to get into it, but I'm kind of into it. We'll see how it goes. Very specific topic. Yeah. It's about this like young family that, which is like also appeals. I like, you know, I like like nature and like being Mm -hmm. out there. Okay. But it's kind of like, we'll see. It took me a while to even like really get it. I had this moment of like, putting it down uh-huh. like fully read another book and then came back to it. Um, so there's a nonfiction book coming out. I have no idea what it's called. Um, I'll tell Colleen when I uh, okay find it. Um, it's a nonfiction book that's coming out. That's about like menstruation and oh. periods oh. and all that stuff and everything that goes on. And I realized when I, when I was looking for, you know, new books to read, I've actually never read a book that really breaks it down like mm. for realsies. Um, so I'm very interested in seeing uh, seeing what all that's about. Yeah, because you know the school American school system fails all of us <laughs> in that regard. Yeah, um, yeah. So it'd be interesting yeah, that I'm sure there's plenty that I don't know. Unfortunately, that I, I want to know. So yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that does sound cool. That does sound good. Um, going back to the Legendborn thing for a second, mm-hmm. I really think that I got a copy of this at Comic Con as a giveaway, like as one of the free ones when you're going oh, okay. down. So it looks like it looks so familiar. And when you said the name of it, I pictured that cover in my mind before. Like I was. Oh wow. Mm. If I do have it, I'll take a picture and. Um, it will. I'll, it will be next on my list. <laughs> yes, yes. Please, please make. Yeah. It. And then, um, I, you know, books just keep popping on my head. Also, uh, the Phoenix King was one I loved last year by Aparna Verma. Um, that's um, an Indian fantasy um, novel, and I, I'm not huge on fantasy, but that's one that I actually did like. Um, it's a yeah. thick book, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, I feel like every page is worth it. And the audio uh, book is, I think, I don't know if it's out yet or coming out, um, but I told myself that I do want to listen to it in audiobook. Like, I want to reread it before the next book comes out. And I'm going to make a point to listen to it this time um, just to get a different experience. But yeah, I love the Phoenix King. Um, so from coming from someone who doesn't love fantasy, mm-hmm. that one I loved. <laughs> if that okay. you know, tells you anything. Well, here's <laughs> hoping that the narrator yes. because <laughs> has a good voice and doesn't pronounces suck. the author's name. Right. <laughs> Low bar. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who did you say was the author of that? Uh, Aparna uh, Verma. It's A P A R N A, and then V E R M A. She uh, she's an adult uh, fantasy novel. Uh, okay, it's cool. An, it's adult fantasy. Yeah. Cool. I am. I'm gonna you know put all these in the show notes like last time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I have, I know I I've it. read that much fantasy. I suppose I'm not quite sure what is the distinction between sci-fi versus fantasy? Like, how, how do you distinguish the two genres? For me, uh, well, not for me. I want to. For like sci-fi would be stuff that's grounded in science, but um, it's not ever gonna happen. I don't say ever gonna happen, but you know, not happening travel, um, That's probably not <laughs> gonna happen. Right. Let's hope not. Um, <laughs> One thing change everything. <laughs> like stuff like um, like like body swapping. Um, um, what else? Like space. Space operas. Um, yeah. Would you say that it's kind of like the difference between Game of Thrones being which fantasy, is hard fantasy, yeah, yeah, and uh, what's a good sign? And like Star Trek. Yes, yes, completely. For the most basic comparisons, because we've established. Yeah. No, that helps. That helps. I get it. I mean, very basic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then yeah. we've got like uh, the superhero genre is kind Ooh. of a mix of sci-fi and fantasy. Yeah. So like for me, I would consider like going way back to like Static Shock, that is for me, I consider that a sci-fi show. Um, if we're, you know, up, up to date here with like, I, I would say Sp Spider-Man for me is, for me, I consider it sci-fi. But if we're going to like Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like that is a nice mix of sci-fi and fantasy. Mm, yeah. Uh, or would fe feels like fantasy because you're dealing with gods and yeah that mythology that's fantasy that's not sci-fi um so i would I say dr like, dr strange is a mix as well yeah yeah so i mm. I, I feel like there's you can be sci-fi fantasy or you can be sci-fi or you can be fantasy yeah. um so i prefer words just straight sci-fi or if it's sci-fi fantasy um if it's straight fantasy then it's like super hit or miss for me <laughs> i don't know yeah. why because i grew up on all of it but yeah um i don't know i just gravitate more towards sci-fi fair enough it's fair yeah, yeah that's fair it's kind of fun how everybody on this chat right now gravitates towards different types of things to read yeah i definitely need to get back to reading more nonfiction because i love nonfiction as well um i just haven't read a whole lot of nonfiction. Actually, no, that's not true. I have been reading some nonfiction, but it's not been stuff that's recently come out um, right. from a, a while back. So I'm not caught up on what nonfiction is coming out today. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, my son, my older son, Zachary, is very into nonfiction because he's very into like reading like history stuff. Oh, he should actually read um, stamps. Um they have it's is there a young readers edition um i think there's a young uh, i mean i could be wrong but i think i think there's this uh uh a young readers edition it's about you know racism anti-racism and um i mean the book has been banned but um if you could just grab it off amazon um i think you would like yeah. stamps for sure if there's we'll a check that out system. yeah he's of the age where he like hears about that kind of stuff mm -hmm. from his friends mm -hmm. so it's definitely more uh things that he kind of brings home for discussion so i think mm -hmm. that having a book that he could read that would yeah. speak more to it speaking to kids would be great so we'll definitely yeah. check that out thank you yeah you say, oh i found it let's see we found it okay 
yeah. Very fun cover. Bright colors. He'll love it. He's a child. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't need him to read it and then go back into school to his, like, friends. And You're all like, racist. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't need sponges, the, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And then Shani didn't matter her the story, but because uh, we live in the South, there's naturally, like, you know, your Jesus people who like to make comments about oh, LGBTQ oh. and somebody was saying, what was it again? I mean, oh, I told Lord. you guys the story the day it happened, but it, it was something in, in along the lines of somebody was saying that like just disparaging things about oh. uh, like saying like gay people, this gay people that God, Oh God didn't God and God didn't intend us to be gay. He didn't make us that. And Zachary just went up to the kid and was like, you're wrong. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. Yeah. He's he's actually, um, a he also told both sets of grandparents that they better not vote for Donald Trump. Oh. So one set listened. I don't know if the other set did. Oh, they told I did. love that. Oh, my gosh. But in my experience, I don't know if they listened. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma said that they were going to vote for Biden. And I was like, no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Bless his heart. He's trying. <laughs> well, that's the thing about kids is the world is still black yes. and white enough where they're yeah. like, why, you know, yeah. Why can't call you see on something. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I want to mention um, a middle grade anthology, which is called This Is Our Rainbow. Um, and it's uh, it's an it's a queer anthology. Um, I think it has it cover it, it, it's stories from like all different genres. So if you're looking oh, for cool. a queer anthology for like middle grade or uh, I'm a, I mean I feel like Zach could read that honestly. And it's edited by Catherine uh, Locke, whose work I've read before and absolutely love. So I trust that the stories that they've chosen um, yeah to feature in the book are amazing. Oh, that's awesome. You what did you say? We are all rainbow? Uh this is our rainbow. This is okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So I guess before we start to wrap it up, is there anything that you specifically want to highlight or talk about? You want to brag on any more of your friends? Because we always love hearing about that. <laughs> um, well, I've got a, a few books. Uh my well, my friends have a few books coming out. Um, let's see what they are. One moment. Let me just pull them up here quickly. Um, we've got, we've, uh, I've mentioned Axio already with ASAP. Um, we've got, oh, Katie Rosepool is coming out with another book called Masquerade of the Heart. That's coming out in June. Tara Sims book, uh, We Shall Be Monsters. It's, I've heard of that. Heart, like it's a great title. Emo. <laughs> uh, gothic. Uh, you you would love Tara Sam's books. Um, we Shall Be Monsters is just one of the, the many books on her backlist. Um, definitely check out Tara's work. Amanda Foodie. Amanda writes middle grade and YA. Um, so if you like middle grade, definitely check out her um, Waldelore series. And then um, she actually wrote, co-wrote a book with 
our one of our uh, writer friends, uh, and it, that book is called All, All of Us Villains. And if you want, oh my gosh, All of Us Villains is so good. I don't even know where to begin. Um, you know, for the people who say that YA is all the same or YA isn't good or blah, 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 hand them All of Us Villains and um, they will change their mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fun fact, We Shall Be Monsters comes out tomorrow as we're recording this. Ooh. Ah. Thank you for mentioning that. You're welcome. January 25th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, June 25th. I'm sorry. Wow. I can't read J-U-N and J-A-N. You know, so they both have okay. <laughs> That's early. That's earlier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, remind me. What was the one that everybody should read? <laughs> All of us villains. Okay. Oh, God. This is where the point where I'm like, where well, are my also writes adult. What was their adult book? I forgot what it's called. I keep thinking of their Timekeeper series, which was their YA series, which mm -hmm. was absolutely fantastic. Okay, their adult book is not coming to mind, but and I can't see it from my shelf. But yeah, oh, if you're looking for a fun queer duology, definitely check out Mara, Fit Mara Fitzgerald's um, series Beyond the... Ruby Veil. Yes. Beyond the Ruby Veil. Okay, good. Because I'm like looking at my um, <laughs> looking at my bookshelf and the light is like barely shining on it. Um, but yeah, check out her, <laughs> um, her duology. It's really fun. It's very, um, if you like books that have a very unique voice, um, that's just very voicey, um, definitely check her out. You're not going to read another Ooh, book. Okay. <laughs> You're definitely not going to read another book like like her, she has a very distinct voice. Um, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad. I finally like restarted my Goodreads so I could like track books. I'm like, I'm very excited because now I can just like plug a bunch in and I don't have to worry about forgetting all of this good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm always down to give book recs. Um, so, and yeah, if you ever feel like you need to add more books to your Goodreads. Um, yeah, just always. Let me know. always. <laughs> you know, and then in six years, I'll finally get something. Like, I know, right? I was <laughs> looking at my Goodreads. Like, I have two thousand books on my to read list. When is that actually going to happen? I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> one book at a time. Yeah. Although, to that point, do you read one book at a time, or do you read multiple books at once? Oh yeah, I. I usually read multiple books at a time, like four to five books at a, at a time. But um, recently I've just been flying through uh, book after book because I've been doing audiobooks. Um, mm. When I'm doing audiobooks, I usually just do one at a time because I just mm. fly through it. But if I'm reading physical books, it's usually like four or five at a time, um, depending on, I'm a mood reader. So mm. if I wake up and I want to be in a sci-fi world, then I'll pick up the sci-fi book if I just want a contemporary book. Um, which is rare, but if I, if I want that, then I'll uh, open that up. So yeah, I'm, I'm very much a, a mood reader. And so um, I like to have multiple books at the ready. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Like I have enough, I'm, I am, because I have, to, I have to like finish what I started and like, I'm very ADHD where I just mm -hmm. need to get focused that like, I can only do one thing at a time in general. So I'm inspired by this. Um, I will say, don't, from my experience, uh, 
don't read um, <laughs> multiple books with, that have like the same trope um because okay. you will confuse yourself i've done it yeah. Uh, yeah i was i was gonna ask how do you keep them all straight but then you sort of answered the question before i asked it yeah like you I know read, how you have different books for your different moods it's it was, like well that that makes sense yeah you it, it, that it'll backfire your your plan because i remember reading two or three books at the same time that were all alternate universe books mm -hmm. oh. and i was just getting i was getting the characters confused i was like wait why are they doing this and that was somebody from a whole nother book <laughs> So yeah, don't don't read multiple alt universe books at the same time. That's gonna really mess your brain up for sure. Um <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I was just so I was so confused. Um, I was like, you know what, let me just restart this. But yeah, so I would say if you're reading multiple books at the time same time, make sure they're all different genres. Um that, okay. that helps me at least. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, that's very good advice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so as we wrap this up, if there's one book you could tell everybody to go pick out, pick up tomorrow, regardless of anything, it could be something we've already named. What this? So this is like your final, final tribal council last <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> I think for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Scythe by Neil Schusterman. Um, okay, it's 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 just such a good book, uh, and I believe it's four or five books in the whole series. I, I think it's okay. four. Um, and you'll fly, fly through them all. You'll okay. Wanna, you'll, want to, you'll want to go out and buy all of them. So I would just, if you're getting um, the first book from the library, I would just say place a hold for the second one. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well. That was, yeah, that was going to yeah. be, should we strategize that? Because, yes, for yeah. sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So don't start the first until the second one is within two weeks of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting off hold. Okay, cool. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. I will definitely, I want to check those out and I'm really curious to see, I swear I have that other book upstairs, which maybe I'll take on the airplane with me. Yeah. You, yeah, definitely should. Hmm. Uh, if you haven't get, get, get on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Legendborn is actually has movie did I say that movie or TV? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely you can, if you read it now, you can say you read it before hmm. it was popular. Oh, okay. <laughs> Be one of those. Deal. <laughs> well, thank you so much for giving us so much of your time tonight, Melody. This was amazing. I hope that we can make this a yearly thing. Yes. Or every nice. 14 months, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slow reader, so you know you you've given me a lot to get through. And I'm I, I, I'm a slow reader in the sense that I read a lot of backlist titles. So I'm not necessarily reading books that have always like recently just came out. Um, so I'm I'm constantly trying to, I don't want to say catch up, but just make sure that I'm reading um, books that I may have missed or. I've always wanted to read, but just didn't get to it. Um, and so, and I also like reading older books by authors that I, I know well now to see how far mm. they've grown. And oh, um, yeah. Um, oh, so I, I like catching up in that way too. So yeah, um, it, it's no matter what book you pick up, um, as long as you enjoy it, <laughs> that's what matters. <laughs> or, you know, you get yeah. something out of it. That's what, that's what matters. So. Fair yeah. enough. That's a, that's um, a so great for anybody, sentiment to, to end yeah. on. It's very like reading rainbow. 
<laughs> yes. So for anybody out there that may uh, not know, Melanin in YA actually has a Patreon. So please consider joining the Patreon. I think it's patreon.com slash Melanin in YA. You don't need me to spell it out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you read books, you know how to spell all those words. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but yeah, definitely uh, consider becoming a patron because Melody does so much work. Check out the website if you haven't already. It's like so baller. Is that a word that I can still say? Thank like you. That yeah, yeah, yeah. make me seem old. Okay. I mean, Gen Z might not might not love it, but I don't care. It's so <laughs> fresh. We don't make that a podcast for them. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Listen. of Fresh, there's actually a novel called Fresh, a YA novel. Um, Margot Wood is the author. Um, if you want, I feel like Fresh is kind of like the vibe for um, <laughs> for the broadcast. <laughs> oh, no. So I okay. feel like you guys should all read Fresh. Um, okay, Deal. maybe that could be an, uh, an upcoming um, theme episode. Yes. Broadcast book club. I, I feel like that fits the vibe. <laughs> all, right. all right okay so what you're saying it is has bce broadcast energy <laughs> <laughs> and yes i had to write that out to make sure i had <laughs> hey, better safe than sorry <sighs> well thank you again melody um thank yeah, you so definitely much. So i I super look forward to when ever your book comes out and Thank we read you. the fuck out of yes. that. Yes. And talk about it. Book club. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That means a lot. I, I'm, I'm working on it. So hopefully I'll have some good news soon. <laughs> awesome. And we'll be here when you have it. We'll be mm -hmm. very excited Thank and you. happy for you. But, okay. Uh, any last words, anybody? No, oh, ma'am. All right. You guys are all delayed for me, so I see your reactions to what you're saying a good 10 seconds after you say it. It's very trippy. Like, right now, Amanda's saying, no, ma'am, just right now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Real weird. Oh, weird. And now she just won't. Yes. Yeah, I did do that. <laughs> I did do that. Yeah. I'm very expressive. Uh, that's okay. Uh, you're Italian. You're allowed yeah, to be. Sure, I can help it. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Thank you, though, everybody. We super appreciate it. Again, check out Melanin YA. Check out the Patreon if you uh, are able to. And check out, I'll have a lot of the stuff that Melody uh, recommended in the uh, show notes. Um, and I'll probably post this, like, to Instagram or whatever with, uh, like I did last time where I, I had it in the, the notes app and screen capped it. So they'll be in there as well um, if show notes aren't your thing, which is totally fine. And I'll put in the Facebook group too. And I'm sure Melody's in the Facebook group as well. So if she has, if you have any questions or mm -hmm. follow-ups or yeah. want a recommendation, I'm, I'm hope I'm not yeah. over volunteering your time, no. but <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love it. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. Awesome. Yeah. So she'll be there. Uh, I hope that you take advantage of all of the wonderful treasure trove of knowledge that she is. Thank um, you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we'll see everybody next week. I think this is officially my last episode, maybe as a 39 year old. So that's weird. Yeah. Um, oh, girl. Does it, 
do I still qualify to read young adult novels once I'm 40? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <"Cut> off. <laughs> okay. No, there's no problem. <laughs> I feel like once you're at a certain age, um, you can read the young adult novels and reflect on things Ooh. like some, you know, some YA novels are just for entertainment. Um, they're, you know, the mac and cheese. And then yeah. some novels are like really, they're, you know, the nitty gritty and really make you think about the decisions that you have made in life or the decisions that were made for you mm. and your response to that. Every, you know, action has a reaction thing, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I feel like there's a lot to appreciate uh, with YA novels that you don't necessarily get in some adult uh, novels yeah. or um, just aren't, you know, necessarily the focus because, you know, coming of age is not just about coming of age. It's, it's about everything that comes with not having, excuse me, not having power and um, control in your, in your life at a time where you sometimes desperately need it and, or just support and, and people. And, you know, there's different, it, it's also different cultural things, political things, other things that depending on the book that you're reading um, can really make an impact you uh, make an impact on you as an adult um, yeah. reading it from the eyes of a young adult story. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Sometimes I find when I watch things that are geared for like, you know, the younger generation, I'm like, man, I am officially aged oh out of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, sometimes I'll turn on a, um, a, t a teen show and I'm just like, that's what I'm talking about. I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> no longer for me. Like maybe okay. that's okay. Yeah. The yeah. YA is forever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, there, there's our... some things I'm just like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you again. Uh, thank, thank you to the patrons, you. especially the ones that contribute to a certain level, and that would be Eckhart, uh, Rickner, Maggie, the Magnificent, Joanne with the Plaid, and Ed, the Creepy Mailman. Thank you guys so much. If you'd like to become one of our patrons, but really become uh, one of Melody's first, it's patreon.com slash J and Jack. If you have any feedback, thebroadcasters3 at gmail.com, or give us a call, 331-276-2373, or just, like I said, drop it in Facebook. We'll make sure that Melody gets any Facebook, any, any Facebook, any feedback that you have. Any last thoughts, anybody? No, this is so much fun. Thanks again. I really Thank loved you all. This was together. great. Yay. Yes. We'll see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> save the date. Yeah, save the date. Um, all right. Well, everyone, on that note, uh, thanks again. We'll talk to you next time. Uh, my name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. And I'm Melody. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.